Welcome to this episode of Unanonymous Podcast. You're with Bailey and Yami, and today we're going to talk all about this new uprising of non-alcoholic party drinks. Happy 2019. It's been a while, and we're sorry. We're very, very sorry. Um, life gets the best of us, right? Uh, I started a new job. Yeah. Bailey? Yeah, I started, started a, master's. a master's program, so we got a bit sidetracked for the fall of 2018. And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the fact that goals are not linear. Mm -hmm. And this is not me making an excuse. (laughs) But goals are not linear. And I was on the subway the other day. And I was thinking about how, like, it's like when I go to the gym, I go consistently. And then there's maybe, like, a week or two where I fall off, right? Yeah. Granted, it's a couple of months that we've fallen off. But, you know, hopefully you'll forgive us. It's dry January. Yes. Yes. Happy dry January, if it's your first dry January. Yes. And if you're using dry January as a reason to start in sobriety, uh, congratulations. And uh, we want to hear how it's going for you folks. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, Because it could be really liberating and fun. um, Or it could suck. Because... Sometimes getting sober is not always the funnest thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it may have highlighted for you that, like, perhaps you don't think you have a physical dependency on alcohol, but Mm. you recognize kind of the social dependency that you have on it. And if you realize that maybe you have some friends that aren't that supportive of your sobriety. Yeah. So. Well, and that kind of leads into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So... I was like, Bailey, you know, have you heard of this de-alcoholized wine um, called, it's called Vin, so, um, and it's, who is it by? I have a bottle right in front of me right now. It is by Hill Street, and it's a beverage company, so it's alcohol-free wine, and um, it's a Merlot, and you can get it at... uh, for folks in Canada, you can get it at like any grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Loblaws, Sobeys, Metro. Um, and so over the holiday break, I it was something that I would bring to like socials. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm going to be four years sober in April. Um, and so for me, I was like, oh, like no biggie. Like it's it's just de-alcoholized wine and I I actually like the taste of wine uh, which I know is a tricky balance and so I was like Bailey let's talk about this let's talk about uh the the emergence of like de-alcoholized um beverages and like is it folks trying to um tiptoe the balance of like you know it potentially leading to a slip or is it okay is it not okay and I don't think we have the answers but I think it'd be interesting to hear both of our perspectives on uh, why we choose to um, drink de-alcoholized wine or like beverages um, and like some of the benefits and then also talking about some of the cons. Definitely. So is this the first time in your nearly four years of sobriety that you've sort of gone into the de-alcoholized alcohol beverage thing? Oh my goodness. Uh, I would say, yeah. Like... It probably wasn't, I would say the first time I tried de-alcoholized wine, 
And like, there's like, I checked like the ones that I've had have like zero percent uh, <laughs> alcohol um, in them because I know one we'll talk a bit about this later that some still do have a percentage. Uh, so what was it? I I think it was. Oh yeah. Okay. So I was going to a wine and cheese uh, with my partner and. Uh, I just wanted to have something to like, cause we were, all, it was also like a wine and cheese that had like dairy free cheese. So it was a lot of nut cheeses, okay. um, and stuff. So, uh, we so were inclusive yeah, wine and cheese, right? Like yeah, <laughs> for us folks who have dairy issues. Uh, and so we were like browsing the, and usually browsing the, the, the grocery store halls. And usually I will get like, um, a San Pellegrino or whatever they're called. Yeah. I'm probably butchering the name. And um, so I saw this and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And so I like looked at it and I was like, okay, is there any alcohol in it? And I was like, okay, no, there isn't. I'm like, I'm going to try this out. Right. And, you know, for, I didn't even have a moment when I, when I wanted it, I wasn't thinking about like breaking sobriety. Like to me, it was, you know, there was nothing going on that was wrong that was making me like progressively lead to like wanting um like to 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 drink it was just like oh this will be nice so having nut cheese and I'll have this like de-alcoholized wine like it'll be perfect Mm -hmm. so that's what happened and then um during the holiday break uh you know there was like 101 socials to go to and like I was just like oh this there's this option that I could bring and like I, I had to have a conversation with my partner, obviously, because they were just like, is this you leading to a potential slip up? And I'm like, no, I just like the taste. And I found this option and I think it's cool and I want to try it out. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of how it, it manifested for me. What about you? That's so interesting. So I'll be two years sober in March. Okay. Uh, and I've been drinking dealcoholized beer and wine for the almost the entirety of my sobriety. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so I probably didn't for the first like 30 days. Okay. Um, but then I definitely like got into non-alcoholic beer mm-hmm. because again, like I love the taste of beer. Yeah. And in the summer like at the cottage, just want to drink a beer on the dock. Mm-hmm. I don't want to turn into a sloppy mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do yeah. want that. Um, and I've been really interested at how much since I've been sober how many more big yeah. like brand companies are getting into the de-alcoholized thing because mm-hmm. now they have like so when I started there was just Grolsch and Budweiser okay but now Heineken has a de-alcoholized beer Coors has a de-alcoholized beer and then I just saw this brand new brewery called Partake Brewing and they're like craft beer non-alcoholic craft beer but they mm-hmm. have I think less they do a 0.5% alcohol so there yeah, is less. some yeah. but but uh, but yeah so I yeah, I, I really like the taste, mm-hmm. um, and what also is good for me is that if I'm at a social event and I don't feel like explaining that I'm sober, mm-hmm. it gives me something to like have in my hand where people just assume I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Which like, how do you, I, I guess it could be perceived as like, why do you need, yeah. like who cares yeah. what people think? Mm-hmm. Uh from personal experience, like, people generally don't, but then every, like, so often I find you get that, like, one person that just, like, wants you to 
spill out why like yeah so what like what are you allergic like is it what what tell me more right and I'm like you tell me more about yes. why you're so <laughs> inquisitive about my capacity to not drink like why are you so yeah uh, interested and uh yeah so I think it's you know it's it's a I, I, and I'm struggling with my words because I just I I feel as though there is a fine line for some people right and totally. I think for um, me, you know, I know when I do it and I don't, like, I don't use de-alcoholized wine or like all of those things when I'm feeling upset right. or like when I'm feeling triggered or like those pieces. Cause I find that what ends up happening is that that I'm mirroring kind of like the times when I used to drink in a way that like didn't feel good or was mm-hmm. like to mask up feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in no way like are we saying it you should do it, but right. I think it's it's an interesting option that just seems to like you can to, seems to be coming up. Like you could get uh, rose, you could get merlot, you could get like um, white wine, and like for for folks who. And maybe you're not living like a sober life per se for any like because you had problem drinking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also a good option for like folks who just have never drank, right? Mm-hmm. And could like have and, and have no interest in drinking, but you know would like to try you know a, a different option. Yeah, because yeah. there is something fun about. Uh, and this is one of the things I miss in sobriety. Is there's something fun about going on a wine tour and hearing about all the different flavors and the undertones of the wines or like going on a brewery tour and tasting all those different, you know, kinds of beer or whatever. Like I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like, when I got sober, I was saying like, I still want to do those things. I still want to have that kind of like taste exploration fun. Um, but I don't want to be drunk anymore because mm-hmm. it's a problem for me. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's like, and now they have this de-alcoholized gin too, seed lip. What? Yeah. That's so there's bananas. three different flavors. That's bananas. Yeah. And it's really good. It tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. It, but again, it, you're right. There is this. So for me, the habit was when I got home from work after a stressful day, I would crack a bottle of wine. I would drink probably that whole bottle of wine. And so now I'm like... Is it a good replacement of the habit if you're trying to quit drinking to at least do it with de-alcoholized? I mean, if you are someone that, and this is something I think about, like if if you're like, it's dry, dry January mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know how to do this. Like one of the things that like um, someone had taught me or someone had discussed with me in early sobriety was like, eat an exorbitant amount of sugar like you can eat as much sugar as you want Mm. like you can go to fucking town on sugar (laughs) like you go to Costco you get that 12 pack of Mars bars you eat it if you need to if it means that you don't take the next drink right right and so I think that for folks who are looking for a harm reduction model because abstinence isn't for everyone like and that's just a reality and and we've talked a lot about in our show how you know, we're not here to be preachy people. We're just here to talk about our own experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, 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 you know, provide space for people to think about their own experiences. But 
and that effect like if someone's you know coming from a harm reduction model uh if someone's like okay well i can do this de-alcoholized one because at least i'm getting the taste mm-hmm. and like the habit's still there um you know it, it may work for some people right it may not like you yeah. you waited a month before you started yeah. right yeah. and that seemed to have worked for you and so Again, we don't have all the answers, but I think it's something definitely worth exploring. And one of the another thing that often is is talked about in early sobriety is like building new habits around like gym, around all of those pieces. Mm-hmm. And so those are equally important. And I think right. for myself, those were things I started to incorporate in early sobriety is like going to the gym, doing a shit ton of yoga, and like eating those Mars bars. Yeah. Um, and that's what I needed at the point at that point because my drinking was a problem and so Mm -hmm. it really depends on what scale you're at and uh, I think that uh, for folks who just need to be absent abstinent yeah yeah that's where (laughs) this may not be the best option right Uh, and yeah like I said it was it's been like three and a half years before I even explored this option and yeah I think for folks what do you like you were looking at an article earlier, which I think has some really uh, solid points about the benefits of dealcoholized wine for folks who choose to go that route. Yeah, or dealcoholized sure. beverages. Excuse me, I keep saying wine. Uh, well, and they they're so they point out this is an article on brazenwoman.com, and they definitely point out that these are growing in popularity, mm-hmm. and so I think. There is kind of, I don't know, I keep meeting more and more millennials who actually don't drink and it's not because they had a problem with drinking, but because they realize that it affects their mental health and makes them feel yeah. more anxious or depressed. Yeah. They're more interested in like clean eating and wellness or whatever. Yeah. Um, they just don't drink like because whatever, like lots of people have lots of different reasons mm-hmm. not to drink. So they talk about like, you know, these are a good option for people who do drink but are the DD one night mm-hmm. and they still want to be part of the party or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then one of my favorite hilarious line was, no more hangovers, no more wishing that we hadn't made those drunk phone calls, and no more drunk smiling in photos. Mm. <laughs> and I can relate to yeah. a drunk photo smile. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> we were talking earlier about uh, the 10 year challenge that uh, has been all over social media the last couple weeks. Yeah. And I didn't post anything because I was like, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going through some um, some photos of like 2006, 2007, 2008, which were some of my heaviest drinking years. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ooh, like the gloss over eyes, the. Like, just, you could tell, right? Like, I could see myself, and, and, and anyways, so that's a bit of a tangent, but I just, uh, I wanted to acknowledge maybe how uh, the 10-year challenge is not easy for some people. How about you? Definitely. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, so I, I actually, this week, didn't really post a 10-year challenge photo, but I did find a photo of me. Going I to saw the, that. Oh, my God. My grade 10 semi-formal. So I wasn't drinking then. I was super straight edge in high school. Um, but if I went back to, yeah, photos from 2009, 2008, 2007, yeah. there would definitely be a difference. And it's almost interesting. I, I think we should do like a, a hashtag sobriety challenge where like, I like comparing photos of when mm-hmm. I was drinking and now, because I can, I really do see a difference, especially like in the puffiness of my face. And, mm. and I, like, I, I definitely feel like 
taking this step towards my health has also shown externally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder if that's like a trend. Yeah. I know that some people do it. They'll show like when they were drinking versus now. Um, yeah, that'd actually be like a really cool thing. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. So okay. let's post pictures of ourselves. I'll try to find one where I know I'm completely wasted. Yeah. And like pictures now of yeah. us being gleeful adults, young For sure. adults. And it's again, it's like not to drag ourselves when we were drinking. That happened. That's okay. Yeah. We can move on, but we can celebrate. I feel like where we've come. Yeah, and it could, and you know what? Maybe it doesn't even have to be like a ten-year challenge. It could be like a couple months, right? Like totally. if you stopped drinking a couple months ago. Sorry, I had to burp. A, a, dry, uh, <laughs> a dry January challenge. If you yeah. drink on December thirty-first, and yeah. today you're sober, thirty days. That's cool. Yeah, let's see that challenge. Absolutely. So you know, I think that this definitely warrants some discussion, and uh, would definitely love to hear from folks about. Uh, you know, whether or not they've used de-alcoholized beverages, whether or not they think it's a good idea. Uh, I know some people are going to be like, it's a terrible idea. You're supposed to stay abstinent. This is just a filler. This is a recipe for uh, a recipe for relapse, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which like to some degree are valid points. But I think that it's important to provide a harm reduction model and like different things work for different people may not work for you. That is a okay. And, uh, yeah, it's just important to create space to have conversations. And so I don't know. I have this fear that someone's going to be like, I I don't like this. I'm going to follow them, which is like totally fine too. So yeah, that's okay too. Um, so anyway, if you, yeah, we want to hear the feedback. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait. Uh, and I want (laughs) you to talk about sand bar. Oh yeah, part. we're gonna tag this this this, uh, this a movement. movement, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in the U.S., because we're in Canada and everything is behind here, although we have had some sober dance parties, so yep. that's kind of. Woo, woo. Um, but uh, Sands Bar is something that started. I think it started in Kansas, one mm-hmm. of those K states. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll tag them and they can share their story with us. But. Um, it started as a pop-up, and it became so popular that it's actually now a bricks-and-mortar bar in, oh, in shit. the city. Yeah, where, like, it's a sober bar, but it's totally everything that happens in a bar happens there. There's dancing. It's, like, a cool vibe, but it's sober, and I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And they have a tour um, oh, yeah. uh, that I saw, and I was like... They should come to Toronto. So yeah. if you, when we tag you and you listen to this, come to Toronto or Ottawa, but most likely Toronto. Toronto is probably the good Because <laughs> um, it'd be really cool to, uh, yeah. to like, you know, sober dance parties are cool, but I actually didn't know they have like a, a set place that like, yeah. so is it like, do they sell mocktails? Like what, like what, or do they just sell like, uh regular beverages yeah I think they sell mocktails um and it was mocktail week last week so they had all these different mocktails that they were promoting and there's a bar in LA too and I'm not sure if it's bricks and mortar I don't know if it's permanent or a pop-up but it's called club soda and it's (laughs) it's also a sober (laughs) I love it club soda soda. so I think like we're really starting to see a bit of a sobriety movement where Like, you know, back to your partner saying, why do you have to do this? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, yes, we should be accepting of sobriety all the time. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like, I feel like kind of flipping the script because I still want to go to bars too. Yeah. And that's something that I often hear people in 
like sobriety say that like you know they still love to go out dancing they still love to mm -hmm. to be in spaces but what's difficult is like when people are or what can be triggering is when like people are at the bar uh you know getting inebriated or like shot shot shots yeah. right like I was at a birthday party for my partner last weekend and everybody was drunk and at like some point I was just like fuck like I don't want to be here yeah because it's not like the music was good you know I was shaking my booty but like yeah I just I think for me I know one of the things that can be challenging is like the fact the consumption rate and watching people progressively get drunk uh, which is like fair and fine if it's your choice and you feel like you're in a good place and you want to do it. Like I'm not here to shame anyone, but for me, watching that progression is really, really challenging. And so to have a place, yeah, we ain't gotta worry about that shit. Like yeah. that's so dope. Well, and actually, speaking of the same thing, I was at a birthday party a couple months ago, and I was drinking non-alcoholic beer at the bar. They had it, which was awesome. I love that. Yeah, okay, cool. But then somebody bought me a shot, and and I was like, oh, I don't drink. And they were like, yes, you do. I just saw you drinking a beer, and I was like, ah, uh, I mean, that was fake. Yeah. <laughs> that was fake beer. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah, that's oh my gosh, cool. which reminds me of a story. Okay, so I'm in Ottawa. Um. And we're recording this in Ottawa. But yesterday I went to the Common Eatery. Oh, yeah. Okay. And one of the bartenders came up to my friend and I. Uh, and she was just being friendly. Uh, and she was like, oh, do you want to do shots with me? I think you're so beautiful to both, to the both of us. And so my friend's like, oh, she doesn't drink. She's like, that's fine. She can have a shot of cranberry juice. I'm going to tell you that cranberry juice was, it was white cranberry. It was so fucking bomb, right? That's fine. And like, she didn't even flinch. She's like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, you could do a shot of, of cranberry, right? And it wasn't that like, I don't know. It wasn't that I wanted to get... I don't know. It's so complicated because I thought like, oh, that's so sweet. And we did a shot, the shot, like I drank the cranberry juice and like we kikied and ha ha and, and like that was it, right? Yeah. And, I, and I don't know if it's wrong. I don't know. Well, it goes back to the name of the beer, right? Partake Brewing. Yeah. Love you brie. Brewery. I can't say that yeah. word today, but yeah, like you want to partake, but it should also be acceptable to be sober. If yeah. there was a bricks and mortar silver bar, yeah. all the shots would be cranberry juice, and that would be awesome. Yeah! <laughs> I would be taking shots of cranberry juice and preventing UTIs and all sorts <laughs> of good shit. Like, right? Like, that would be so fucking amazing. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, so share with us your stories of non-alcoholic uh, stuff. And how, you know, what you use, what tools... Uh, have work for you. Um, also, if you're like, just your thoughts on on it, like it'd be really cool to to get a, an idea of what folks are thinking. Sure. And tag us in your before and after sobriety challenge. Yeah, we should call it, uh, what's a good hashtag for that? I don't know. Well, what were they, they were calling the 10 year challenge the glow up. Yo, sober <laughs> glow up. There yes. you go. Yes, hashtag sober glow up. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Unanonymous Podcast. You can send us an email at unanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at unanonymousp, on Instagram at unanonymous underscore project. And our intro music is by acceleratedideas.com and it's called Fade Away. Fade Away.